are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this game day in the Smoothie King Center as the Pelicans take on the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll touch on that game in the third segment of today's show, but look, It's trade deadline week. You want all the trade talk you can handle. And I got a lot in today's show. We're going to look at some of the rumored deals that are out there around Lonzo Ball. Are the Pelicans maybe looking to make a splash with a big trade? And is there maybe another name that they should go after that they haven't necessarily been linked with yet, who is still certainly gettable? I'll let you know who that is as well. So let's get into trade talk for the majority of the show here in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So NBA trade deadline coming up Thursday at 2 p.m. Central, March 25th. Uh, It's going to be here before we know it. And this is the time when things get really heated. Media, uh, the media is being used to help negotiate some of these deals and drum up interest for the different front offices. So they try and kind of gauge the value of their players or see what future value might be. And Woj even kind of tweeted this out, letting you kind of see how some of the sausage is made to a degree with all of this. And certainly that's no difference here. So one of the things I've been asked a bunch on Twitter the past day is, you know, there's so much smoke around Lonzo Ball. There certainly has to be fire, right? To an extent. I can tell you, I can tell you with absolute certainty, the Pelicans had been shopping somewhat aggressively Lonzo Ball. Then he's played better and maybe things have changed a little bit, but certainly they're not necessarily sold on him as a long-term piece. And if you can get a real good trade for him right now, you try and go and do it. But we talked about yesterday how the deals so far have been Thomas Sadoransky and two second round picks, hell no, or Cam Reddish for Lonzo Ball. Uh, no, like I, I'm just not intrigued by that deal whatsoever, and I kind of laid out as uh, as to why. So if you haven't heard that yet, go and listen to yesterday's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But there's smoke, there's some fire to everything, but it's going to take the right deal, and I don't know if that's necessarily going to materialize at the trade deadline. I do think the Atlanta Hawks are a team that is more like one of the teams that's the most likely to trade for Lonzo Ball. It kind of fits maybe a little bit of what they're looking for. I just don't know if they're going to pony up or even have the assets to kind of get that done. Supposedly, they don't value first-round picks nearly as much as other teams do, meaning they don't want to give up players and get first-round picks back. But would they be willing to give up first round picks? Now, that's a real big question. And that is something that could move the needle on Alonzo Ball trade. Cam Reddish for Alonzo works straight up in terms of salary. Um, Not quite. You need to add a little bit. But you could easily throw in first round picks that make that deal look way more appealing. Not so much that you're getting Cam Reddish back, but more that you're getting sweet, sweet first round picks. And so that's the type of deal New Orleans is looking for. However, when you look at some of the other players you could get with first-round picks in a young guy, the Orlando Magic jumped to mind. And we've talked a lot about Aaron Gordon maybe coming to New Orleans. Some people see the fit, some don't. I see a fit. 
But here's the thing. They want a lot for him right now. Two first-round picks and a young guy is the last reported thing. Good luck with that because if I'm the Pelicans, I have no interest in him whatsoever at that price. I don't want to move almost any of the future assets that I have here in New Orleans for any sort of player other than maybe one first-round pick. That's really it. That's kind of the only thing that I would even remotely consider moving. And it would probably be the most, you know, the uh, the Lakers one next year where, or this year, however you want to call it, that doesn't look all that appealing. So I think when you kind of look at it with that, you know, you could you could get a deal done. But you know what? If the Hawks were looking to get a difference maker, Aaron Gordon really might be ahead of Lonzo Ball on that list. And you could probably talk them down to a first round pick in Cam Reddish. It also probably means New Orleans isn't going to get in on that deal. And so it puts him in a weird spot. So it kind of means that Lonzo Ball isn't going to get kind of the offers that New Orleans probably wants for him. If that's all it would take, all it would take. That's a lot for Aaron Gordon. But if you can talk him down a little bit, it still looks like maybe a better deal than Lonzo Ball. He's proven it longer than Lonzo Ball has. I think that's really the big thing. Ball's problem has been the consistency. Some nights he's amazing. Some nights, uh, not so much. And then some nights he's almost bad. And that really, really hurts his trade value because teams are going to have to pay him. Now, we went over the list yesterday. Here are the guys that make X amount of dollars in this range. I like him just as much, if not a little bit more, and he probably has more potential than a handful of those guys. So I don't think it's a terrible contract for him, uh, certainly. But it complicates the trade deadline a whole lot. And right now, at least... For the Pelicans, it seems they're more focused on shipping Lonzo Ball out potentially than it is bringing a guy in. And I do think that's an important distinction and probably shows you what this team is thinking. Let's get into that a little bit more in the next segment, but also want to throw a name out there that it might be worth moving some stuff to try and get, though there's a big risk involved. And I'll let you know who that is coming up. This episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. And I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Pelicans once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every single day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league and different teams and players, and you'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to the biggest news or rumors. Plus, you have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on Locked on Pelicans through our Locker Room conversations. And be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting a locked uh, a room this week on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group for the latest league updates follow me at nola jake to be notified when my room goes live i know you won't want to miss it i'm planning on being live again this week wednesday 6 p.m i can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the pelicans see you there locker room changing the way we talk sports Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans also brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it's basically impossible to stock all the parts you need at a traditional storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly irritating and intimidating questioning, is your car an LX or an EX, an SRT, and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com today to shop for auto and body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. Literally everything you could need. I ordered thousands of dollars worth of parts from RockAuto.com and it's been super easy. They've had everything I'm looking for in stock every single time. Even parts that I didn't think they would have and I was going to have to kind of like special order. They had it, which is pretty great. It's all in one shop, uh, stop shop, and basically their catalog is just unique and easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Because best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your vehicle. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Get all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So all the news so far around the Pelicans has them as sellers regarding Lonzo Ball. We know something will probably get done with J.J. Redick. You either uh, buy him out or you trade him for, for pennies on the dollar, whatever it might be. But likely they're shipping guys out or guys aren't really coming into New Orleans. And that seems to make sense, right? From everything David Griffin has talked about, and I went on the Locked on Cavs podcast to talk about this a little bit too, given that David Griffin worked there and ran that team. You know, when they got... But he was there, and then it was announced that LeBron James was joining the team. It kind of, uh, to a degree, upset him, right? Good problem to have, but it upset him because he wasn't able to kind of build the team like he wanted to do, which seems organically. You know, it was small market still, even though you have an owner that's one of the richest in the NBA and willing to spend. But he wanted to kind of build a sustainable winner and kind of bring in a big name like LeBron James. You've got like four years to make it work. That's really it. Here... In New Orleans, he has he's had the opportunity to kind of remake this front office, this team as he sees, and try and kind of act out that vision that he never got to really go through with in Cleveland. And just trading for a bunch of future draft picks and going all in on a guy like Aaron Gordon, again, I do think he would fit. I don't see a problem with bringing him in here at the right price. But does that actually mean that you're, you're going through with that vision? It doesn't really seem to fit that necessarily, right? unless the price is right. And so because of that, I do wonder if a lot of the rumors around the Pelicans making a trade to bring in a guy is more about drumming up interest in their own assets, particularly Lonzo Ball. You know, you're not going to trade for Aaron Gordon and then ship out Lonzo Ball. It's to add him to this group so that you can make a deep playoff run, hopefully. So I do wonder if a lot of the rumors out there, again, negotiating through the media, has ulterior purposes to it. And it would not surprise me if that is actually the case for what's going on and what we're seeing for New Orleans. So I do like, because I don't think adding a piece to this team right now that seems to have some deep flaws would make a ton of sense, unless that piece is cheap enough or really fixes a lot of said flaws. Aaron Gordon fixes some of them, I think, to a degree. But what I, there is a player or two that I do see fixing some of that. This is the name I mentioned in the offseason and a guy that is definitely gettable right now. And that would be Victor Oladipo. At the time when he was with the Pacers, could have had him for super cheap. Now he's gone to Houston where he's dealing with an injury. You only have half a season left of him, 30 games as of today. you know. And so because of that, he's still probably pretty cheap, though maybe a little bit more expensive than he was before. But he's been good. And he's scoring well. 
He His shot's been a little bit off at times, but he can score at multiple levels. He gives you defense. He's a decent enough passer. Just kind of fixes a lot of what New Orleans needs in the backcourt. And he's the type of guy that you could bring in for cheap and then still ship Lonzo Ball out and then just kind of use him as a bit of a replacement, I think. Or run them in the backcourt together. Victor Oladipo, 21.2 points per game this season, five assists, five rebounds, shooting 32% from deep on seven attempts, so that number's not great. 41% from the field overall. He's getting to the line four times per game, hitting 78% of those free throws. So aren't bad numbers. He gives you defense too, and I'd say he's arguably consist- a little bit more consistent than Lonzo Ball is. Adding a guy like that into the backcourt makes a lot of sense. And he'd be cheap. You might need to give up a first-round pick. Supposedly, they've been in talks with the Warriors, and it's centered around a guy like James Wiseman or a top, or, you know, a top three protected first-round pick, which kind of ended the conversation. But if Houston gets nervous at the trade deadline on Thursday and you can get him for one of those Lakers picks, it might be worth doing. The problem, the only problem with this might be is unless you really sell him on this team in you know 30 games, he's likely to be a rental. Because it seems like he wants to go play on the East or West Coast and in a bigger market than what New Orleans would afford. Maybe just the Miami Heat is the team that he wants to join. It makes a lot of sense there, to be perfectly honest. Concerns me about using him as a rental. But if the price is that cheap, it might not be worth kicking the tires, especially if you do think you can get him to re-sign. That said, that's the problem and probably is going to scare off the Pelicans or any other team from doing a ton of business with Houston or giving up a ton of assets for it. It's a guy I like, a guy I've liked a lot for a long time in the league, and I do think he could fit here in New Orleans and gives you some insurance if Lonzo Ball's contract offer gets too big. But then, of course, you could risk losing both of them for nothing. And I think that's kind of the spot you're seeing this team in. They're in a, they're in a weird spot and just bringing guys in doesn't make a ton of sense, let alone a guy like that who could ultimately leave. Though I do think it makes sense, and he's a guy that's going to be available at the trade deadline. But I would not be shocked. Kyle Lowry is going to be available too. I don't think he makes a ton of sense here or anything like that. Um, and you have some other players here and there uh, that you could try and go and grab if you were interested in, but no one that's really going to make a move. It just seems like it's going to be a muted trade deadline for New Orleans as they ship a guy or two out Probably come somewhat close to a deal, but really can't get one done. Um, and yeah, but but who knows? David Griffin has pulled off crazier things, and we'll see if it ends up being a pretty crazy trade trade deadline. But all it takes is one or two deals to kind of get done, and that sets all of the dominoes in motion. But right now, I am glad that it does seem like the Pelicans are going to be sellers versus buyers. So I'll touch on a couple more trade deadline things before previewing tonight's game against the Los Angeles Lakers. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts 
Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high in fiber, delicious tasting protein bar with 100% real cho- chocolate covered on all the bars. Now it's t- time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's time for Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is between, let me get it here, chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. I like the lemon almond cheesecake in this one. You got to get those fruit flavors in there and it's just a little bit different and very, very good. Neither of these tastes like a protein bar and they're so delicious. You can't go wrong. Anyway, I just reordered, just got another shipment in of promo bars to the birthday cake as well as uh, raspberry cheesecake. So I'm excited to be able to eat these. They're basically my lunch every single day. Have one as a meal replacement before or after you work out. A great way to kind of get involved with them too. So go if you want to try these Built Bars to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com when you use the promo code LOCKED15. And check back today to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Don't forget live locker room show tomorrow, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central. We're going to be doing these weekly, unless there's a game, in which case we'll maybe have to change it up just a little bit. But anticipate Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central was a lot of fun last week. Really enjoyed it. The interactive nature of that is not something we normally get to do. And it's your way to potentially join the show here that you listen to every single day. So come join the conversation. Download the locker room app and join me Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central. It's at Nola Jake. And of course, just join the NBA channel in there so you can see all the different rooms it's actually really cool and i really enjoy jumping into different conversations interacting with others hearing their thoughts on the league hoping hoping to broaden my horizons just a little bit so download the locker room app wherever you get your apps so wrapping up today's show here on locked on pelicans before we touch on tonight's game against the los angeles lakers a game that's had kind of the shine taken off of it but good for new orleans the this part of the trade deadline stretch is always kind of fun to me because you hear about some of like just the terrible terrible offers right like even if you weren't a Pelicans fan and you saw that Thomas Sadaransky kind of trade talk for Lonzo Ball you you'd look at that and just laugh right and be like oh my god who are those idiots trying to make that trade you kind of get a lot of that stuff and it's kind of fun like the Sacramento Kings offering Marvin Bagley the third for Sadiq Bay. Like, come on, like, what what, what are you guys doing here? Like, that's a terrible trade, and the Pistons should laugh you out of the building, and, and they kind of did. Pistons, though, in an interesting spot, because apparently a number of teams have offered multiple first-round picks to Jeremy Grant, a guy that they signed for at the time we thought was way too much money, basically $20 million a year, and a guy that I've thought is a comp, potentially not to that same degree, but not far from it, to Josh Hart. I wonder, seeing how well Jeremy Grant has done in that kind of expanded role, does a team think maybe they could strike gold in Josh Hart with that? And are they calling with offers, potentially, to the Pelicans about Josh Hart? And as much as we love Josh Hart here, and we do, I, that's something I would really consider if you were going to come in with a pretty strong offer. So keep an eye on Josh Hart getting moved at the deadline, and that certainly would mean the Pelicans are sellers and kind of rethinking things. But I don't know if his stock, his values, ever going to be higher than what it is right now, even knowing that you're going to have to pay him. But having his rights and keeping him as a restricted free agent could go a long way towards kind of him becoming the next Jeremy Grant for that team. So Jeremy Grant having success with the Pistons 
and being a core player for them. Definitely a really good thing, I think, for New Orleans overall. All right, so tonight the Pelicans take on the Los Angeles Lakers. They're in the midst of the stretch, starting the back four games of it, of this eight-game stretch. They're 2-2 two and two on that so far this year, or so far right now. That's really good. And now what we would have what would have been a scheduled loss is now looking like should be a pretty easy win for New Orleans to some degree. Out for the Lakers, Anthony Davis. He's going to be out for a couple of more weeks at the very least. Out for the Lakers as well, LeBron James. He had that high ankle sprain. He's out indefinitely and it really looked like it hurt for him the other night. But this is good. For New Orleans, they are also potentially without Mark Gasol, who did not play the other night either. They're coming off two losses here, and while they'd love to beat New Orleans and have done a good job of that so far, without two of your two best players by far, I think it definitely, definitely limits kind of what they're going to be capable of doing. And I don't know if they're going to be able to kind of come back from that. That loss to the Phoenix Suns the other night, 111-94, was pretty rough. The Lakers have had trouble shooting. They haven't done nearly as much as what they'd like to be doing without LeBron James. It, it's going to be kind of interesting. They've got Dennis Schroeder who can go out and score. you got Kyle Kuzma who can go out and score. But their starting lineup the other night against the... Um, Phoenix Suns without LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Dennis Schroeder, Marquise Morris, and Wesley Matthews. That's not exactly a lineup that should inspire fear into you. They have Montrez Harrell coming off the bench, um, Horton Tucker, Caruso, McKinney. Like, I'm not really scared of a ton of those guys other than Montrez Harrell. You contain him, though, and you should be fine with that bench unit. Horton Tucker can score a little bit, but not nearly to the degree that he's going to burn you all the time. And in that starting lineup, you know, three of those guys in Morris Matthews and Caldwell Pope, not going to do a whole lot. Kuzma is going to be pretty inefficient, I think. So it's just Dennis Schroeder you need to contain. And he's not, you know, playing at the level of a Zach Levine. So this should be a win for New Orleans. And if they manage to get it, and on this eight-game stretch, they're three and two now, they've done a really good job of kind of stabilizing on what is probably the toughest stretch of schedule they have so far this year. So carrying over some of the defense we've seen from the last two games, if it's close, I don't know. They they just won in the clutch. There, there's some really encouraging things on this team right now. Also, maybe why you don't necessarily see a deal at the trade deadline. And I'm hopeful they'll be able to carry it over in this one against a reeling team that they should win. But this is kind of one of those tests, right? Like, are you up for this game knowing that there's no LeBron, there's no AD? Play with that same energy that you would if they were in there and you can win this one. If they don't, you're going to fall against a flat Lakers team that, you know, doesn't expect to win. And that's going to be disappointing. So this game might tell us a little bit about New Orleans and how they're feeling right now. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.